0: As it's Back for witchcraft. another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer I am Dan Rhino I'm
1: Jessica Rhino
0: And we are moving along to chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets We finished up chapter 13, which was, there was a lot of secrets going on Including a very secret diary, Jessica
1: Yeah, I feel a little uncomfortable reading somebody else's diary Not
0: really Apparently not Harry, he was fine with it So hide your diaries Gryffindors Because if Harry sees one, he's reading it Even if it's hidden in, in, hidden Magically from you He will keep going at it until he can Read the contents of it there Apparently are,
1: Apparently there are other reasons to hide your diary as well Like They might go missing
0: uh, Jess gives a little foreshadowing there and uh, before we get into Chapter 14, let's kind of wrap up, like like we said, Chapter 13. We find the diary of Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle was a Hogwarts student 50 years ago. It just happens to coincide with the time that the Chamber of Secrets was opened at Hogwarts. He was a prefect. He was a head boy. And Tom's diary tells the story of a young Hogwarts girl that was killed. The Chamber of Secrets being opened. The culprit being caught. But not sent to Azkaban Prison and everybody being forbidden to talk about it. Did I hit all the highlights there?
1: I believe so.
0: So Harry is assuming, based on the story in the diary, that at the end of the last chapter, that Hagrid was the one who opened the chamber. And that was the reason why Hagrid was expelled from Hogwarts so many years ago that we still haven't gotten the whole story on through almost... 1.75 books here
1: (laughs) but we've gotten a lot of the pieces
0: we just don't have the picture to know what the puzzle looks like (laughs) hey what do you think it's gonna look like what do i think it's going to look like yeah the puzzle winston it's on the box the the picture's on the box it's a japanese garden we have a box of pieces however (laughs) we don't know what if the if it's a waterfall we're putting together is it a landscape is it mountains? We don't know.
1: We don't
0: know. So let's talk about chapter fourteen. Cornelius Fudge. If you had no idea who what that was going into this chapter.
1: It's a very I, strange flavor I, of I fudge. Would, I would
0: say you're probably gonna be a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: By the the I thought Cornelius Fudge was gonna be kind of a fun character not not necessarily a fun maybe like a nicholas flamel character like in the first book we had the nicholas flamel chapter yeah and nicholas flamel ended up being like the coolest old guy outside of your grandpa that i've ever met shout out to don bachman who i know listens to the show he probably doesn't (laughs) no no he definitely
1: doesn't we could
0: get on his phone and subscribe him to the podcast
1: Yeah, he, Jesse.
0: Uh, <laughs> he'd
1: never know. <laughs> these how things to do keep
0: it. popping up on my phone.
1: <laughs> King of the Hill, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, coolest old guy I've ever met. Why? Well, before before we get into that, chapter fourteen. Hermione's kind of playing devil's advocate at the beginning of the chapter here, saying that maybe it wasn't Hagrid that opened the chamber. Maybe, and maybe it wasn't even the monster that Hagrid was caught with in the flashback scene of Tom Riddle's diary. Maybe it was a different monster. So yeah, Harry. There's nice
1: monsters running around.
0: Apparently. But Ron actually asked that same question. He's like, I forget how he said it. Like, are you a twit? <laughs> are you daft? <laughs> or something like One of those British sayings. Think. Are you thick? What a plonker. How many monsters could there be running around? I tell you what, Ron, lots,
1: lots, lots. Don't don't answer. Don't ask that question. You don't want to know the answer.
0: Did Harry not just attend a party full of dead people? Yeah, <laughs> not that not that long ago. Is it too? It,
1: Are you playing all dead people or monsters? No, I'm just
0: saying weirder things have happened <laughs> oh, okay. at Hogwarts than having more than one monster. We literally had to. Put a three-headed dog to sleep in the last book. Yes. (laughs) And then play a more-than-life-size magical game of chess (laughs) to get to the Philosopher's Stone in the first book. So weirder things have happened, Ron. Maybe Ron's the one being a little thick here, being a little deaf. What a plonker.
1: And he's got the most experience in the wizarding world.
0: Of the three of them, you're yeah. Right.
1: So you know,
0: whole family of it.
1: Hermione's already wise to this game. She's like, I bet there's more than one monster.
0: But I, I like that Hermione was kind of asking the same questions that I was asking you on the last show, and I, I just had, kind of had a feeling that maybe there was it, it. Things aren't normally at Hogwarts what they appear to be on the surface. There's usually something. Hiding below the surface that gives you more of an explanation. Oh, usually, I think
1: you're going to say usually a monster hiding below the
0: surface. I, often, <laughs> often there are.
1: You know, there's giant squid in the lake. So ghosts
0: flying around. Yeah. That car still limping around the forest somewhere with his arm in, in a the tree that
1: will beat the crap out of you.
0: <sighs> yeah. So how dare you, run But why won't? My, guess, my question to you is, why won't the trio just go ask Hagrid about that? They kind of throw the idea around at the beginning of the chapter. Why don't they just go and do it?
1: Well, it's kind of a sensitive subject. Is it, though? I mean, do you want to walk up to one of your. Uh, well, I mean, he's a good friend of theirs, but he's also, you know, an adult. And just be like, hey, did you get expelled because you let a monster loose that killed some girl?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no judgment, bro.
1: With all due respect. We just seen just, just, just the facts. That's all we need. No judgment. We just.
0: As long as you say with all due respect, you can oh, say whatever okay. you want before it. What
1: did you, what did you say? Um, what was that?
0: Well, oh, I said with all due respect. That, no, that doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want to say to me. Sure, sure as heck does. No, no, it doesn't it's mean in that. It's the Geneva Convention. Just look at it up. Not... So you think it's just because it's a sore subject? You're thinking they don't want to hurt Hagrid's feelings? But there's.
1: Yeah, they also just. I mean, would you want to know? Yeah Was that your friend Yeah Killed some girl Yeah Yeah. Like indirectly killed
0: Yeah I would want (laughs) to (laughs) know So I would not I would not want to hang out With that person anymore
1: But they want to hang out with him They like him
0: But Maybe they don't really know him You know wouldn't it be What's the harm in just finding out If this old dude What's the harm You're hanging out
1: the monsters that killed somebody.
0: Oh, so if they, and it
1: could be that he, the same monsters killing, not uh, killing but hurting people now.
0: I don't understand your your logic there, but we're gonna move on.
1: <laughs> they don't want to know. They don't want his his their vision of him tarnished.
0: Well, on the positive side, things are starting to improve at Hogwarts. We kind of alluded to that in the last chapter that there had been it had been a while since we have had any new attacks, and I think. Some of the students are starting to let their guard down a little bit because it's been four months since the attacks on Justin Flitch Finch Fletchley JFF (laughs) and your BFF. I have him as JFF and I have nearly headless Nick as NHN in my notes. Nice (laughs) JFF and NHN were attacked. It's been four months. Peeves isn't doing his O Potter you rotter shtick act anymore it's gotten old he he
1: has to move on fresh material he doesn't really hmm i mean he hangs on to things for a little while seems
0: like you're taking a personal attack at my my comedic talents because that that has been said about me before by you and other people okay just say with all due respect next time (laughs) okay that makes it okay well
1: i didn't make the connection so
0: well my feelings are hurt students don't seem to be afraid that Harry is the attacker anymore either. We we get uh, the students have been kind of a little off put by Harry in the previous few months, but now that the attacks have settled down and, and Harry's still here, I think they alluded to like one of the Hufflepuffs like asking him to pass him something in class. So they're not as weary or I'm sorry, leery of Harry anymore. So like I said, their students are starting to let their guards down. and Jess, those mandrakes are almost ready to be slaughtered oh and cook, and cooked into medicine.
1: <laughs> oh God we're back to, yeah we're this, back to
0: slaughtering
1: the mandrakes.
0: Now, we got to be careful here because we keep this show PG. Uh-huh. However, what they were alluding to in this chapter showing that the mandrakes were almost of maturation age, is a little PG13. Yeah Yeah let's let's do this the best way we can. So we know the mandrakes have to be teenagers, right? To be, to re- reach adulthood. I guess they, it's similar to, you're officially an adult when you're 18. Yeah. So in the last chapter we knew that they were reaching their teenage years cause they had starting to get kind of like emo and like withdrawn and like moody. and think moody. the acne and right.
1: yeah.
0: And now they are trying to sneak off into each other's pots.
1: Yes, they're they're coupling up.
0: Yes, so we're just going to leave it at that and not dig any further so I don't have to edit anything out here. Okay. (laughs) You cool with that? I'm cool with that. Alright, so those of you that are of age and listening to the show, you can draw your own conclusions there. And those of you who are of the 8- to 12-year-old range listening to our show, hi. hi. <laughs> I'm Dan, and that's Jess, and we do a fun family podcast here, <laughs> despite the smut that J.K. Rowling is trying to uh, put out for you folks. So things are looking up, and an exciting thing that I was excited to talk to you about is it's time to pick classes for the upcoming third year at Hogwarts. So I kind of almost described it to when I was in college. Your first couple years you don't really pick too much of what you want. You kind of have these standard core classes that you have to. Yeah. English 100, you know, whatever math you're coming in at. There's usually a, a writing course. There's usually some kind of like uh, college living. Course. Yeah, I was
1: say intro to college life. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one.
0: Smashing the guitar of someone
1: singing a slowing love song was on my quintessential college experience list. Your what? It's a list of everything
0: that movies have taught me comprises a successful first year at college. The first couple years are a little mundane when it comes to, to college. You do get to pick a little bit. It's
1: pretty much like high school. Mm hmm. Where, yeah you I mean you we picked a little bit in high school too mm-hmm. like you said depending on what math level you were on right and we had some uh, science choices mm-hmm. if you wanted to go more chemistry or more microbiology mm-hmm. type or anatomy there was different choices there but and
0: yeah, you have a little bit so. of choice in, in those in college because basically for my degree I had to have two labs. So I could pick which two sciences I wanted to have labs with So of course I picked geology Because that was by far the easiest lab Because it's rocks
1: mm-hmm. And so now I'm just picturing as the guy from Big Bang Theory Yeah, the geologist <laughs> yeah.
0: Who, uh, Brian Posehn He's
1: a geologist ba-
0: Brian Posehn is the gentleman's name He is an actor, comedian, and comic book writer And also wrote the new Deadpool comic book series And I got to hang out with him one day, dressed as Deadpool, I was hired to be his Deadpool for the day, and you were there. I was. It was pretty cool. That Just was my a little side story there for you guys. My
1: hip day because I went and hung out at the Bread Company on the Loop mm-hmm. and like worked on my computer. Mm-hmm. Like that, I was, felt that was really. And by hip, you mean hipster? Hipster, <laughs> yes. I was very hipster that day. Did
0: you have a one of those uh, hats on? Those no. like little bit those. They look like winter hats but they have like a big like uh, almost like a seven dwarves like tail on <laughs> them
1: <laughs> no, they hang like no i don't think d- there was a hat
0: okay just checking didn't know if you'd gone full hipster on us not that there's anything wrong with that with all there due was re- just one day with all due respect you were just testing the waters yeah well we were sticking,
1: hanging out on the loop so i figured i in, had to blend in seeing oops, if it just, was just blending in
0: uh, for those of you that not are not in the st louis area the loop is in university city which is pretty close to the downtown area and it's kind of a shopping entertainment district kind of mini I mean, if you ever been to the magnificent mile in chicago it's kind of, it's kind of like the
1: hipster version
0: newborn of newborn brother of that one much smaller and well and it's not less like going on.
1: like mainstream shops mm-hmm. you've got like an old record store and mm-hmm. resell clothing stores and
0: a couple bookshops.
1: Bookshops comic it used, bookshop. used to be
0: a really cool comic book shop there.
1: Yeah, they moved,
0: they moved. Bro, where'd you get that hat? Thrift store,
1: really? Well, like the vintage thrift store, yeah, yeah, it was
0: $72. But yeah, it's that's. Just to give you kind of the, the picture of what we're we're painting here. But back to chapter 14, because that's why we're really here uh-huh. on Broomsticks and Butterbeer. And if you think we're talking too much about these little side issues, just send us an email at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com.
1: It says, stay on task, guys.
0: Yeah, we have a hard time doing that. But it's time to pick the classes for the third year. So, like I said, it's kind of like college where by the time you get to that third and fourth year, you're on to your, your specialty classes or your quote-unquote major right so for me who started off as a PE major and is now a elementary e. li- librarian.
1: But you were a PE teacher there for a little while. For a you year. Did. You did for. get there.
0: I started off as a PE teacher. I switched to an elementary degree where I was certified to teach grades one through six. I taught fourth grade for 12 years. I went and got PE certified by taking the test also got health certi- certified by taking the test. Also got library certified by taking the test. Uh, did two of those in one week. Mm-hmm. So
1: helped you study for those.
0: I'm not. A lot of fun. I'm not really good at any one thing, but I'm average at a lot of stuff. I can, <laughs> I can pass. I can get a passing grade on on pretty much anything. There you go. Not not gonna knock your socks off, but I can do that. So I started off as a PE. Major And I took, you know, some of the, you know, P I took like kinesiology and I took, um, you know, foundations of coaching and (laughs) a lot of stuff like that. I even took a class called softball and there was five people in the class and we played games of softball two days a week for 50 minutes. And the rules were you couldn't hit it to the right side of second base or you were out. Because we only had five people. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty nuts. So, but but now the students are starting to, to get into some specialty c- courses, so they get a little bit more freedom in some of the the classes they get to pick, right?
1: Yeah, well, I think they are just adding more classes. Like I think they have to keep all their core classes, mm-hmm. but they get to add some more.
0: And that was even alluded to. When I think Harry said he wishes he could drop potions Which of Mm -hmm. course is Snape's class But apparently that is not
1: That's a core one You can't drop that
0: And same thing with the Defense Against the Dark Arts Ron kind of alluded that he wanted to drop that Because he's not learning anything in there Except how to Except that it's a bad idea to let Pixies loose (laughs) Yes Yes. Uh, Apparently he's not too impressed With the teachings of Professor Lockhart Yes Professor Lockhart Uh, We've got Let's see uh, Arithmancy Which I'm guessing Is something to do With numbers
1: Sounds about right It's not a very I'm looking up Arithmancy
0: right now On Wikipedia Oh God (laughs) Uh, Arithmancy is a form Of divination Based on assigning Numerical value To a word or phrase By means of a Simplified version Of ancient Greek Isophacy Or Hebrew Aramaic Geometria. Well, he don't know talking good like me and you. So his vocabulistics is limited. Our gemetria. <laughs> as adapted to the Latin al- alphabet. Uh, there is a video called "Arithmancy Explained." Uh, or, or what is arithmancy? It's a Harry Potter explained video on uh, Wikipedia or on uh, YouTube. And I'm, it's basically just like, uh, kind of just what it sounds like: assigning letters to numbers. It's almost like secret code. Seems like Da Vinci Code type stuff That yeah. you're doing
1: When you first said it You know what I immediately thought of Was uh, the little paper game mm-hmm. Where you pick a number mm-hmm. And they do it And it tells you your fortune Sure <laughs> so seems about right pick gotcha. Numbers and fortune telling
0: Does that one intrigue you at all? No No, me neither What about ancient runes? Mm. You're a big fan of runes Yeah
1: <laughs> From Shadowhunters? From the Shadowhunters series Yes, I mean maybe if I could Read Ancient Runes and I have more Books in the library I could read
0: Ancient Runes and where to find them?
1: No, I mean you would have more books Like you could pick up a book that's written in runes And you could read it, that would be kind of cool
0: What about Muggle Studies?
1: Eh, I'm not really interested in Muggle Studies I know enough about Muggles
0: We'll talk a little bit about The pros and cons Of some of these, but I think it was it's Percy who kind of gives a little bit of advice to Harry. Percy's been acting a little strange lately; been a little withdrawn. Percy is strange. Been a little, but he's been like a little withdrawn, a little little weird, and he gets a little weird later in the chapter too. But he kind of perks up when he can actually give some vi- advice to the younger students about picking a path. Uh, Percy talks about, well, if you're going to be like my dad and you know work with Muggle artifacts and work. Alongside Muggle, or you know, work, you know, in the not not necessarily alongside Muggles, but in, in the same with right, right, in the, right, in the same um, arena as as Muggles, then you wouldn't want to be familiar with Muggle customs and, and history and things like that.
1: But that makes no sense for Harry, right? <laughs> Who grew up in the Mug, you know, completely immersed in Muggles. Culture
0: I'm intrigued by uh, divination, which is like fortune, like telling the future. Mm-hmm. What well, does that does that one perk your interest at all?
1: No, really, but not. But because I already know, mm-hmm. like, because I've already read the books, I know how that class goes. I don't have any interest okay. anymore. But just so, the
0: concept of it.
1: Concept of it, maybe.
0: You wouldn't want to know things that are going to happen
1: doc i'm from the future i came here in a time machine that you invented that never ends well
0: okay the butterfly effect (laughs) (laughs) what about care of magical creatures
1: yes definitely that one i figured that'd be so great
0: what would what are some of the creatures that you would look forward to interacting with
1: um. Well, I, you know, I just said that'd be so great. There are some really gross ones, mm-hmm. um. But I think I can get through that. And
0: now, have you read *Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them*? The actual like textbook wa- uh, that came out. The
1: textbook? Yes. Okay. Not the one that's like a screenplay. No, not light. no, not the
0: that's... not the adaptation of of the movie. The the actual the book had been out. I think we talked about it at our think we talked about it at our panel at St. Louis Comic Con last year where that was a book that I think came out. It was to raise money for something. It wasn't just to raise money for J.K. Rowling's Scrooge McDunk bank vault. It was, it was for some I think it was for some kind of, I could be totally wrong. I thought it was for some kind of... Charity. Cha- yeah, something like that. But it, uh, we, you have like a three book set and I think it's Quidditch Through the Ages. It's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and it's Tales of be- Beetle the, the Barn. Barn. Yeah. yeah. And Fantastic Beasts is actually a kind of a neat little... I, I, I called it a textbook earlier, but it's, it's pretty small. Yeah, but it's know, what it is.
1: I mean, it's like their textbook. Yeah, it's like a reference. What it's like a, yeah, like a reference guide. Yeah, like a textbook almost. for them.
0: But is, did any any of those creatures kind of uh, jump out at you? Something you'd be intrigued by?
1: Well, it's been a while since I've read it, so I'd have to flip through again to see what jumps out at me. But having seen the Fantastic Beast movies. I am familiar with several of the creatures, and I think the Niffler is adorable. Mm. I don't know that I'd want a bow truckle. I'd probably break it.
0: That's the little plant seems, guy? Yeah,
1: he seems rather fragile.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: little twig. You just snap him. He's always riding around in the pocket, but I don't know. I just feel like he might get a little afraid
0: you like, put your keys in there and <laughs> yeah. you might hurt him or something like that.
1: But yeah, I definitely like a little, little
0: little Niffler to hang out with Well, Harry pretty much just wishes he could major in Quidditch Which is kind of what I did when I was a PE major there for a little <laughs> played while played softball <laughs> I, did, I did play softball Played basketball, took a plyometric class uh, I took a class called uh, stretching So that was pretty cool I was in there with uh, Ozzie Smith's son Was in my class Ozzie Smith, the Hall of Fame baseball player for the St. Louis Cardinals There you go I was
1: like, you're gonna have to give people more than Oh, that.
0: people know who Ozzy Smith but is. Not everybody knows who Ozzy Smith A is. A lot of people know who Ozzy uh, Smith
1: is. I wore is. my Ozzy Smith jersey to school. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids asked me if it was my jersey. And I said, yeah, before I was married, my last name was Smith. <sighs> and uh, this is my jersey. I played for the Cardinals. And, you know, kids believe anything.
0: The nicest way I can say this now, since this is a PG show, is that the future of our country is in uh, trouble and we need to get it together, folks. Learn your you learn your history.
1: Oh no, it gets better. I forgot that I told him that mm-hmm. and wore a different jersey just last week when we had our sports day. And I was subbing in his class and he told one of the other kids, Miss Rhino used to play for the Cardinals. I was like, <sighs> What? You yeah. Remember when you told me that? I was it, like, was, it was oh, a very historic moment Oh yeah when,
0: uh, the first woman played Major <laughs> League Baseball uh, So we get back to the uh, Well, first, before we get back To the Gryffindor common room I think uh, Hermione signs up for everything
1: Yeah, why not? <laughs> and, everything
0: Uh Neville Longbottom Is kind of
1: Just closing his eyes
0: and yeah pan kind of not sure what to do
1: oh yeah no that said like everyone in his family was writing him mm-hmm. and telling him what to do
0: right so he's getting pulled every which way
1: Poor Neville.
0: and harry just ends up signing up for whatever ron signs up for mm-hmm. which i don't know if they really tell us what it is but they just sign up for the same classes because they if we're going to be miserable at least we'll be miserable together and at least we can have somebody to help us with our homework, we don't understand yeah, something. Kind totally ma-
1: that makes the most sense for them. Does kind of make sense? Stick together,
0: especially for Harry, especially and, in Harry's case. And it
1: doesn't matter either because Hermione signed up for everything, so she'll be in their class too. It'll be great.
0: Yep. So we get back to the Gryffindor common room, and Harry's stuff has been ransacked. Oh no! And not only that, on top of torn cloaks and which i'm sure you were very sad about
1: yeah i don't see why we needed to start destroying things especially
0: cloaks i i thought you would be yeah. very sad about the clo- you know the cloaks you are on board or on record as saying that you wish it was socially acceptable to wear yes, cloaks.
1: it should be they're very comfortable and warm it's like wearing a blanket all the time mm-hmm. I, I don't see why this isn't a thing to i would make, like to wear a blanket
0: to make things worse tom riddle's diary is missing and the significance of of this ransacking is the scene of the crime, right? The fact that it happened in the Gryffindor common room means what?
1: It had to be a Gryffindor. <gasps> Traitor!
0: So it couldn't have been Malfoy with the Gryffindor password. Maybe his cronies beat the Gryffindor password out of somebody. Uh, it's because the password changes. How often?
1: I think it changes every day. Okay. Like in the morning, I think they get a new password.
0: So would anybody um, with that password be able to get in, though?
1: Well, you still gotta talk to the fat lady.
0: So the fat lady would know that you weren't a Gryffindor, wouldn't let think you in. So. We'll have an intern look that up.
1: I mean, I don't. It's never come up, but she knows who these kids are. She sees them every day. She, if she saw a different one, I think she'd be like, "Hey, who are you?"
0: I'd just say, "Oh, a foreign exchange student <laughs> from." I- Evil Ivel-more?
1: <laughs> Nobody knows how to say it. I have no idea. Nobody Good, knows. then I don't
0: feel as stupid then.
1: <laughs> I've never heard somebody say it confidently.
0: But that is the American version of yeah. Hogwarts. And I believe there's, in the Fantastic Beast movie, There's a little disagreement about which school is better. Yeah, and so she
1: says it, but she says. It, and I'm yeah, like, hey. What? She kind of snaps oh, that the best.
0: Words are I mean, hard what? sometimes. And Harry can't focus on the big Quidditch match the next day because he's just looking down the Gryffindor table, thinking about which Gryffindor was the culprit that stole Tom Riddle's diary, and he can't even report the robbery, can he?
1: Well, Hermione wants him to, but he'd have
0: some explaining ha- to do. Yeah,
1: that would put him in a kind of a hot, hot spot.
0: And what would be the, what would be his biggest reason not to do that?
1: Uh, well, I think. He- For Harry, his biggest reason is incriminating, opening up that whole mess with Hagrid, Mm -hmm. which is another reason why they didn't want to go talk to him about it, because they just didn't want, they want to kind of ignore the problem and hope it would go away.
0: I think they kind of allude to that in the story, that they don't want to be the ones that kind of bring up all this bad stuff about Hagrid. Mm -hmm. They don't, they especially don't want it to come from friends. And probably his his best friends, honestly. That's a little strange. Yeah, eh, yeah.
1: I'm an adult man.
0: Well, it is Hogwarts. It would not be. Uh, it would not be Hogwarts if things yeah. weren't a little strange. Harry tries to get his mind on the important Quidditch match against Hufflepuff. Big Quidditch match against uh, Hufflepuffs. Who are you pulling for in that match? Um. Uh,
1: Gryffindor.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Traitor!
1: <laughs> harry i got a root for harry
0: uh not your husband
1: you're not playing
0: you don't know that i might have been playing you're not though no i was on the bench <laughs> the the not bench. bench. they told me i was did they lie to me just so i wouldn't uh
1: did just so didn't hurt feelings
0: my... here you go uh we'll call you like when...
1: <laughs> like every hufflepuff is on the on the bench every member of the hufflepuff
0: just stay has. ready But before we can even get out to the Quidditch pitch, Harry hears that creepy voice again That says, kill this time, Uh, let me rip, tear, something like that It's been a while since we've heard this creepy voice And of course Harry is the only one that can can hear it But at that exact time, Harry tells Ron and Hermione that he hears the creepy voice And they of course can't hear it but some some light bulb goes off in Hermione's head.
1: Hermione, yeah, she she figures something out. We did don't you, know what.
0: Did you say, Hermione, hey, yeah? <laughs> I said, hey, yeah. <laughs>
1: Hermione, I don't hey know what I said.
0: Hey, yeah.
1: I do I got excited. Do you know why hey I'm excited? Hey, yeah. No, nope, focus. My baby, don't mess around because me, She loves me so. And this I know push show Do you know why I'm excited?
0: Cause you're gonna shake it like a Polaroid picture? No. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake, shake it, 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 shake it like a Polaroid picture. You think you got it? Because
1: the line.
0: I know. I know what line you're talking about.
1: It's there, that's why I'm excited, okay.
0: I didn't So the line that we're referring to is when in doubt, go to the library. Yes. I always thought that line was said by Hermione.
1: Yeah, and then that's usually how they quote it. I think it says on the shirt, mm-hmm. when in doubt, go to the library. I literally
0: just bought, and y- you had that shirt. I literally just bought it, or mine literally just arrived yesterday yes. from recording this. Because as a librarian, I think I should have a shirt that says, when in doubt, go to the library. But it says Hermione Granger underneath it.
1: Uh-huh. But really, it was Ron that says it.
0: So this is the first time we've heard this quote, right? I don't remember hearing it yeah, in the first it, well, book. Well, you know, if
1: you think about it, it's not really something she would say. Like, when in doubt, go to the library. That is
0: totally something she's she would just, say.
1: She just doesn't even say it. She just lets go to the library. You just always go to the library. Not even just when in doubt. Just always go to the library.
0: So Hermione runs off, and she's going to the library. She's figured something out.
1: Or she thinks she's figured she out. She's, she's going to the library to confirm.
0: So this is where I'm really curious because we don't Did you read ahead again? No. Oh. Cuz we don't get our answer
1: Mm-mm.
0: in this chapter. So now I really want to know what what she figured out.
1: And then there's a problem that arises at the end of the chapter which means you're not going to get your answer for a little while.
0: For sure. That that that's what I was kind of alluding to without, you know, <clears throat> saying too much. The fact that Hermione seems to have figured out something pretty significant. From what Harry is saying about hearing the voice again. And she kind of has that moment where she slaps herself on the forehead. Almost as if to say, why did I not think of this before? Why did I not notice this before? Let me go confirm. And then this could be kind of a big step toward figuring something out. Unfortunately, it will not be this chapter that we figure something out. We'll talk about why in just a second. Because the boys head out to the Quidditch pitch while Hermione heads to the library. The match is about to start. The crowd is all there getting all hyped up. The uh, teams are warming up and McGonagall comes out with a big purple megaphone?
1: Yes, of course.
0: Okay. And cancels the match. Oh. The crowd is upset. And McGonagall takes the boys somewhere.
1: I don't really see why they couldn't just play the game. Everybody's not in the castle. I kind of feel like they were safer out on the Quidditch pitch.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Just let them In- play. Interesting uh, theory there, Sorry. Jessica. Or inter- interesting idea. Well, everyone is relegated to the common rooms. Everybody has to go immediately. Not only is the match... They had
1: to go traipsing back through the castle where it was dangerous.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they were <laughs> escorted by teachers.
1: They were, but still. They're still a monster.
0: Well, the boys are not heading to the common room. They're with McGonagall, and they've been informed that there has been another attack and this time it is a double attack the fifth year it is a fifth year Ravenclaw
1: Penelope Clearwater
0: and Hermione have both been attacked near the library they are both I guess in the petrified state yes so those mandrakes we better get them all uh, cooked up into a soup pretty quick because we're going to need more potion
1: Gonna me a lot Yep uh, Penelope For further reference Future reference Past reference They do remind us That that's the girl That they asked Right They thought she was A Slytherin Because mm-hmm. she was down In the dungeon Right And they asked her Where the Slytherin Common room was And you know, How should I know Yeah <laughs> I'm
0: sure. Ravenclaw Do I look like I'm a Slytherin <laughs> She's a snotty Ravenclaw <laughs> Probably <laughs> Yep McGonagall also finds a small round mirror next to the victims. Are, is this something we need to keep an eye on for?
1: Well, it's just something we need to know. We're okay. Keep an eye on it. It's Be- there. We saw it. We can move on.
0: It, okay, because it seemed like she, like McGonagall, that is kind of mentions it almost like it's important. Like I found this.
1: Austin, I was looking for my belly ring in a recording studio, and I found this does this or does this not belong to feather
0: next to the victims do you know anything about this no oh okay cool okay yeah i kind of felt that
1: too <laughs> cool 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 So she cool, was cool. really hoping that that would crack the case wide open that so the boys would be like oh yeah that's that magical mirror that
0: mm-hmm. that
1: petrifies that people. sucks
0: souls and leaves your it traps your soul in the mirror and leaves your body petrified yeah of course I just, you I, break it, I just looked time. at you just then, and you kind of looked at me. I'm like, you were like, "How did he know that's what the mirror does?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's not what the mirror does. No. The laugh, the laugh you just no. made. I thought that I had accidentally stumbled onto something, no. and you I just and you, you were like, an... "He did read it." <laughs> no, I thought that He's was lying. Blind, uh, my he's husband's lying right to my face. No,
1: the mirror doesn't do anything. Okay. It's a plain old regular mirror.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, students are on lockdown, and uh, there's a lot of rules and regulations now. A lot of curfews put in place. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the common rooms by six.
1: There's a whole scroll of them. She had yeah.
0: a whole scroll. And. I don't
1: know.
0: They brought. And the Lord said, "Thou shalt be in the common rooms by six o'clock."
1: The Lord wants you to give generously into his judge. Amen. Don't ask. No questions. Don't ask. How come? Uh, 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 why come the pastor have to have him a nice house? Uh, why come? Uh, uh pastor got to have
0: a nice car. Thou shalt be escorted everywhere by a teacher.
1: Everywhere. There's how many teachers are there? Including to, to the bathroom
0: Don bathroom. Don room of bath.
1: I don't think there's that many teachers. No. Do so they have teacher's assistants at Hogwarts?
0: Maybe.
1: I would I would go work at Hogwarts as a teacher's assistant. A, take kids a, to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do some lunch duties.
1: Yeah, I can do that. I can handle that.
0: Cool. Maybe take like a small group to like work on. You Care know. of
1: Magical Creatures yeah. stuff. Hmm.
0: they probably go through teacher assistance pretty quickly there. I imagine they let one go to the Ma- Care of Magical Creatures class and... Got like his head bit off or something like that. Like, ooh, maybe we shouldn't have people here that are not wizards. Just saying. Oh, well, so you, even I, if you want to go to the bathroom, you need to take a, a teacher wizard. with you. How are you? Mm. Then why wouldn't you just be a professor there? Or maybe you can put an application at Evilmaring. Ivariri. Ivariri. Yeah. Okay. If there is a magical school in America, and there's a magical school in. Where's Harvard? Hog- Scotland. Scotland. Okay, I almost said England. Those can't be the only two. No.
1: There's not. They're not. Okay. We know that later.
0: Because oh, the. There's uh, the gotcha. Tournament and gotcha. And other schools come. So is there one like in every country?
1: I don't know. Maybe not the little countries.
0: So you don't think like uh, Vatican City has, has one? Yeah. They got the Pope, but they don't have a wizarding school.
1: You probably have to like go out of town for that.
0: I mean, maybe you can do like an online course or something like University of Phoenix.
1: Well, like even at Hogwarts, there's people come from pretty far away to go there. And maybe that's just because it's one of the better ones. Gotcha. But, um, so I don't think every country does, but region, like a region has
0: one. All right. So the students have no choice. Well, basically, I will to say students, so I say Ron and Harry because the third part of our trio is now in a really bad way. She's had some bad luck lately. Oh, yeah. Been, been in the infirmary a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Just got over being a cat.
1: Yeah.
0: And now she's in a petrified state. We have to go talk to Hagrid. We have no choice now. We've no. put it off. Well,
1: they kind of said that. That was kind of their ultimatum. like, oh, well, okay, we won't talk to him. Unless there's another attack, mm-hmm. and then we'll
0: do it. And now, not only is there another attack, but it's our basically our Best our friend. family. Yeah. yeah, you know, she's like family at this point. So the invisibility cloak makes another appearance. Thanks, Dad, Yay. For, for giving that. We use the invisibility cloak to escape the lockdown. Of course, Ron almost blows it by stubbing his toe or something like yeah. that, and, and, and
1: cursing, and
0: cursing, which we don't do on this show.
1: No. Definitely not.
0: So shame on you, Ron. That was
1: not edited out earlier.
0: <laughs> However, yeah, there was no edits made earlier when Jess let, a, let a,
1: one a, slip. a naughty word slip. It was an enthusiastic naughty word, right? Like it was a happy moment,
0: not a right. And it wasn't like the f word or anything like that. No, no. <laughs> so let's not let's not get too too far ahead uh, or too too far away from uh, what we're talking about here. But they almost get caught because. Ron lets out a little curse when he stubs his toe Just pretty close to Snape Snape just happens to sneeze See, at the same time Sure
1: Letting a little, little word slip here and there It Absolutely. happens to
0: anyone We use the invisibility cloak to get to Hagrid's hut And Hagrid, of course, answers the door with a snarling dog and a crossbow Of course Which is how I always answer my door
1: Well, when there are monsters running amok, you have to
0: So is that why the crossbow... I was curious why the crossbow.
1: You know, I was. Mean, or is he, he was,
0: expecting? Is he expecting something else?
1: I always assumed that it was because there was monster on loose. I mean, they don't know what's going on. Somebody's attacking people. Yada yada yada. Um, but reading it again, he kind of kept implying he was waiting for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like he was expecting someone to show up.
0: That's what that was my. That's what I was kind of questioning there i didn't know if there was more that i was supposed to know there at that point
1: no i don't really know i mean i now that i'm thinking about it i could have some more guesses but i don't really know what he was implying there i don't think we ever really get it resolved either
0: well the crossbow is not the only proof that Hagrid is a little on edge here he's having trouble he invites the boys in and he's having trouble even making a cups of tea yeah. I mean, he, he like drops. He's dropping things and he's, he's he, shaking. Know, he spilled
1: all the water out on right. the fire. And
0: and then he gives the boys two cups of just hot water if he gets puts the tea, the tea bags in there. There's lots of signs that Hagrid is not himself here. Mm-hmm. And so there's something that obviously has him on edge, or maybe something that he knows more than he's letting on, or there, there's something just. Not, Not right about Hagrid So Percy's not the only one Acting a little Strange lately And there's another Knock on the door Shortly thereafter The boys get there And the boys hide Because of course They have an invisibility cloak It's handy And it's Dumbledore And? The namesake of our chapter Ah. Who has a very Odd fashion sense Yeah Mr. Cornelius Fudge Mm -hmm. It didn't seem like Any of his clothes matched Didn't seem like his At like purple those those boots seem pretty cool though like purple purple, like pointy boots boots. I wouldn't mind having a pair of purple pointy boots but it didn't seem like his pants and his jacket and his tie and his hat that he was carrying I forget what they what what kind of hat it was Uh, a bowler it was a bowler yeah Yeah. I'm thinking. oh he's holding the bowling ball no (laughs) he's a bowler he is He's just got his bowling bag I just got off the lanes And I need to have a word with you Mr. Hagrid It doesn't, he's, it doesn't seem like any of his stuff matches though Like maybe he needs I to he, he needs to have like a personal shopper Or something
1: Possibly But I think he thinks that he looks good mm-hmm. I think he doesn't really know what he's doing But he thinks he looks good
0: So who is Cornelius Fudge First of all and then we'll talk about why is he there.
1: Uh, well, Ron keys us in on that. Mm-hmm. He says that it's his dad's boss. It's the Minister of Magic.
0: So that's He's a pretty like high, the big guy. Yeah, that's a pretty high up uh, position mm-hmm. within the the wizarding world. Definitely. So that would make him like the president. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. So this is a really big deal to have the. Head of the magical community in Hagrid's little hut, and with the the headmaster of Hogwarts, right?
1: Yes. So, well, I mean, a big deal, but not not in a positive way. way. Yeah.
0: It's not like. Uh, like a, Yay! He's here. He's what getting, an honor! He's getting a uh, a medal of merit. An
1: honor to have you here, sir. No.
0: So why is Mister Fudge there?
1: He is there because because of the tax. And the connection to what happened fifty years ago, and it says that Hagrid has a record, and it's mm-hmm. against him, and pretty much this is like the first step is going to be re- we're gonna we're gonna remove Hagrid from the situation.
0: See if it gets better,
1: and see mm-hmm. if it gets better. Part of me is like, this is logical. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Don't be upset by this. Just leave. When it keeps happening, you're all good. Mm-hmm. Like this could be a good thing.
0: However. They're not just sending him on holiday. Nope. They're sending him to Azkaban Prison. Yeah. Which is where the worst of the worst go. Yeah,
1: that's kind of crazy too. Like, they don't have a medium prison. I was going to
0: say, like a minimum security, like (laughs) resort type prison. You know, where you get like outdoor time and stuff like that.
1: I don't understand why. And it's like, if it's not you, no harm, no foul. We'll send you back. My apologies. But you have to go stay in this horrid place yeah, with these Unless monsters. somebody
0: kills you in, yeah. while you're in prison.
1: Oh god.
0: The worst place. Literally the worst place on the planet. Yes. <laughs> There's no like whole you know temporary, you know, holding place they can send understand. him. I don't get that either. And Dumbledore is not happy about this. He wants it on record that Dumbledore has complete faith. That Hagrid is not behind this. Mm-hmm. However, Dumbledore does not have the authority to stop this, right?
1: Right. Dumbledore's always been, and you can see that too. We went and saw the second Magical Beast movie the other day.
0: Uh, it's called Fantastic Beast. Fantastic Beast. It is Beast. not Magical Sorry. Beast. Like my brother said last night. And that's what got you thrown <laughs> got off. Got he goes, you guys see Magic Beast? <laughs>
1: Magic Beast. No. Nope. Yeah, Fantastic Beast. Well, then I was going to call it. The Crimes of Gwen, Grindelwald, but then I was I got I got mixed up in between. Anyway, in that movie, Dumbledore, it's like he is the most powerful wizard, but yet he has to like pretend that he's not the one because he's not the one running the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, they even he, say
0: that even back then when he was just pro- in the movie, he's Professor of the Dark Arts at the time. Mm-hmm. This is way before Dumbledore becomes the. The headmaster at Hogwarts. Everybody knows that you're the, that he's the most powerful
1: mm-hmm. and wizard. wisest, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know they go to him for advice and stuff. But yet they still have this weird dance where they pretend,
0: yeah, the dichotomy that he's not power.
1: the one in charge, that mm-hmm. he's not the most powerful.
0: So a couple of takeaways from this: we we're just now learning about the events of fifty years ago. Apparently the Ministry of Magic is the cover up did not go to them because they are well aware of what happened 50 years ago and mm-hmm. and Hagrid's involvement and I'm guessing that Dumbledore probably had to do some pretty big convincing at the time in order to keep Hagrid out of Azkaban 50 years ago. I mean I, that's just the assumption that I make. I'm I'm sure we'll find out More later on maybe No not really Not much more It seems from the interaction we get between Dumbledore and Hagrid Is that Dumbledore kind of really knows Like we said he's the wisest And he kind of knows knows everything everything. And he knows that Hagrid's kind of catching a bad beat here But he is uh,
1: But he also knows that Hagrid didn't do mm -hmm. it originally He firmly believes that. That's why Hagrid's still there. And I think he thinks... Dumbledore feels that he got wrongfully expelled. And so that's like the least he could do is, Well, you can live here. I'll give you a job. Mm -hmm. We'll try and make it better.
0: Well, things do not get better because we get another visitor to Hagrid's hut. Oh,
1: goodness.
0: The father of Draco Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy. And we have had zero positive... Appearances by this gentleman He
1: harms books
0: In the in the two books He's just a bad person He hurts books
1: Yes Starts brawls in bookstores mm-hmm. And books were damaged
0: And why is Lucius at Hogwarts at this time?
1: Oh Apparently the governors mm-hmm. which I'm assuming he's more like the school board That's what I had
0: in my notes I said <laughs> governors like school board, <laughs> like school mark, board? Question mark, I don't question understand. mark Question um, mark, question mark
1: See they're making us Americans think a lot more mm-hmm. in this one and just dumb it all down for us. Um, yeah, so I guess they're like the school board. And they have all decided, whether it was actually their idea or not, mm-hmm. they have all decided that Dumbledore also needs to be removed. Because of the... Suspended.
0: Attacks.
1: He hasn't been, like, fired. He's suspended.
0: Right. So the the, go- the governors, which you... Uh, compared to the school board and that's like i said that's what i had in my notes so i'm glad that she said that it it seems like in a in a school district you have the superintendent and it would seem that the superintendent would be the boss of everybody and they kind of are however there's checks and balances there similar to where we compared cornelius fudge to the president the president is not a king despite what our current president kind of thinks here in 2018, the, the president is not a king. The president cannot do whatever they want because, and we get that from the fact that Cornelius Fudge is not happy with the fact that Dumbledore is being removed here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's this, it, there's this weird feeling for the reader here because Fudge wants to remove Hagrid. So we're, as a reader, we're kind of mad at him. But Fudge wants to keep Dumbledore in place because if anybody can solve this problem and protect the the kids, it it would be Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. But both Fudge and Malfoy are doing things that we as readers don't like, yet they don't agree with each other either. Either, yeah.
1: So you're like, don't like you, Fudge. And then Fudge is like, keep Dumbledore. And we're like, okay, we like you now. But we still don't like you. We still don't like
0: you from what you did before. From
1: like two minutes ago. Yeah. Somebody's got to stand up for Dumbledore and...
0: So, so Hagrid, like for that. Hagrid, like what you kind of alluded to a second ago, Hagrid makes the accusation that Lucius probably either had to blackmail or bribe the other members of this governor's board in order to get Dumbledore out of his position, mm-hmm. which is not outside the realm of probability for for a Malfoy. But Hagrid leaves reluctantly, and Dumbledore... Kind of makes a comment that He seems to know that the boys are there Yes The all-knowing Dumbledore And this would not be the first time That Dumbledore has sensed the presence of somebody Under an invisibility cloak Yes I believe it was the uh, mirror of Erised In the first book Where uh, Harry was Hiding under the invisibility cloak And uh, Dumbledore was in the same room And realized that he was there So he he's super powerful to the point that he can probably even sense, you know, things that other people can't sense too. Is that mm, the?
1: And there's also two teacups sitting on the table.
0: Oh, so he's also <laughs> an observant one. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was wondering that right. I'm like, what? the teacups? away What are you doing? Don't leave them out. Yeah, there's also two teacups. So maybe Hagrid was thirsty. And some fruitcake and stuff out. He was obviously entertaining guests. Fang,
0: him and Fang. Him
1: and Fang having some tea. Mm-hmm.
0: I'd have some tea with my dogs. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> there you
1: go, love a tea party. This so, weekend. so
0: here's where we're at, and we're gonna wrap up this episode in just a second. Cornelius Fudge, aka the president, yes, who wants to keep Dumbledore at Hogwarts, but he he's getting checked by the governors' board, aka the school board. Mm-hmm. Yep, so they
1: said that this is a, a Hogwarts matter and that mm-hmm. they reign over Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like,
0: a, you know, whether it's a state issue or a federal issue, there's always, you know, political drama like that. And it seems that the wizarding community is not immune to the the politics either.
1: There's something else, too, because later on, Fudge kind of takes, takes, not takes control of Hogwarts, but does a lot of things, shakes a lot of things up at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. He does it. So I, he is... Able to do it, but I guess since all of the governors have ruled on this, he would probably have to go back and argue the point. It's not something he can just overrule right this second.
0: Sounds a lot like government to me. Everybody, you know, nobody has total autonomy and it's a lot of checks and balances. So Hagrid leaves reluctantly. Like I said, Dumbledore seems to allude to the fact that he knows the boys are there. And Hagrid drops some hints. On the way out the door too Hagrid just kind of seemingly says (laughs) To nobody If you want to find out some stuff Follow the spiders Someone needs to feed my dog And I love just We don't get They don't uh, Fudge's reaction isn't Too deeply described but i can just picture his reaction based on just the one little line that we get that fudge kind of gives an incredulous look at uh, at hagrid like dude what are you talking about <laughs> follow the spiders if you want to learn stuff
1: yeah well at least dumbledore like looked at a person and said his lines even though they were meant for harry and ron mm-hmm. And he kind of glanced that way, but he was talking to some to an actual person in the room. Right. Then they left.
0: Hagrid. And Hagrid was seemingly just talking,
1: spouting nonsense into the ether, into the air.
0: Sure. And that's the end of chapter fourteen, Cornelius Fudge. So, like I said, I was a little disappointed. I thought Cornelius Fudge was kind of be going to be more of a a entertaining, prominent character, and it turns out he's just kind of the head guy in charge, who's I don't know. Maybe it's just the way he dresses I don't like.
1: <laughs> but you like his
0: boots. But I do like his boots, so I can't say I totally hate him.
1: Well, you know, he makes some points. He's under a lot of pressure. I mean, if you're in... If there's kids getting petrified at school. Somebody's got to do something.
0: And like we said, he's not a king. He doesn't have total autonomy there. You know, just like the president. Presidents can get impeached by Congress if they're not you know, doing what they need to do for the betterment of the country, and in this case, the wizarding community. So he's got pressure on him.
1: And I kind of feel like he's like, guys, I mean, yes, he's sending him to him but he's like trying to do the bare minimum. He's like, I have to do something, but I don't really want to get involved because, you know, Dumbledore's in charge of school. I'm going to let him handle it, but I have to do something. So here's my it... my little Band-Aid. Here, look, guys, I took Hagrid out of the situation. I have to make
0: it look like I'm making an effort
1: Mm -hmm. and i kind of feel like he's waiting too going it's not hagrid but look i took him out and stuff's still happening i kind of got that feeling from him like he doesn't even believe that it's hagrid but he has to look like he's doing something and like i said i thought it was a great idea aside from the Azkaban part Mm -hmm. to remove him from the situation and then he'd be free and clear Mm -hmm. i told
0: you it wasn't my fault
1: Say he wasn't me
0: well, that's the end of chapter 14. We are getting, I think you said we're like 82%? Yes, something like that. 82, 83.
1: My my Goodreads app tells me that.
0: So, we're going to be wrapping up Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets pretty soon here, and maybe we're going to follow some spiders in the next chapter?
1: Maybe. I, I mean, we got to do it. So we got to do it soon.
0: There's only like 3 chapters left. <laughs> it wouldn't it be funny if we get all the way to the end of the book and Hagrid, what did you mean by the spiders thing? Oh, oh no, I was just talking. I was just oh, talking. Oh, I should uh,
1: not have said that. <laughs> I was just
0: talking nonsense, and it and it never came up again in the book. No. That would be interesting. I have a feeling there's something to what Hagrid is saying based on my uh, experience with the Harry Potter video games.
1: Oh yes. I hated those levels You did
0: not like those levels at all I didn't know what was going on But now I'm about to find out Because I think we're going to start following some spiders here pretty soon <laughs> So uh, anything else we want to say before we wrap up This episode of Broomsticks and Butterbeer?
1: I um, think we're good I'm looking forward to getting no this book No other
0: naughty words you want to say? or I... <sighs> Anything like that?
1: I just got excited
0: Okay Can't blame you for that you know
1: how happy I am to be at Hogwarts.
0: That you are ha- very happy to be at Hogwarts. I started
1: punching you during the movie when we were going back to Hogwarts. Uh,
0: the movie Fantastic Beasts Part Two. Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because they started playing the uh, Harry Potter original theme to and, and zooming in on Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and
1: I just started punching your arm.
0: That is spousal abuse, and you shall be reported. And now that we have it on tape, digital tape.
1: Probably hurt my hand more than it hurt your arm.
0: Compliments will get you everywhere, Jessica. (laughs) Uh, On that note, like I said, send us an email, broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you are using. You can also like us and follow us on Facebook and interact with us as well. We would love to hear from listeners of the show. So thank you for everybody downloading, subscribing, listening, and spreading the word. Until next time when we follow some spiders, I am your Hufflepuff host, Dan Rhino.
1: I'm your Ravenclaw host, Jessica Rhino. And we'll
0: see you next time. Bye. Those fingers in my hair, that sly come hither stare, that strips my conscience bare, it's witchcraft, and I've got no defense...